Section 75 of Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World Story, Volume 8, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 75. How the Boy Sigurd Won the Horse Greyfell by William Morris The story of the Nibelungs takes different forms in different countries. In Germany it is called the Nibelungenlied, and its hero is Siegfried, who dwells near the Rhine. In the north the hero is Sigurd, the greatest of the Volsungs. But the outline of the story is much the same. The Editor so is Sigurd now with Rakin, and he learns him many things, yea, all save the craft of battle, that men learn the sons of kings, the smithying sword and war-coat, the carving runes aright, the tongues of many countries and soft speech for men's delight, the dealing with the harp-strings and the winding ways of song. So wise of heart waxed Sigurd, and of body wondrous strong, and he chased the deer of the forest, and many a wood-wolf slew and many a bull of the mountains and the desert dales he knew and the heats that the wind sweeps over and seaward would he fare far out from the outer skerries and alone the sea-whites dare on a day he sat with regan amidst the unfashioned gold and the silver-gray from the furnace and regan spake and told sweet tales of the days that had been and the kings of the bold and wise till the lad's heart swelled with longing and lit his sun-bright eyes then regan looked upon him thou too shalt one day rise as the volsung kings went faring through the noble world and wide for this land is naught and narrow and kings of the carls are these and their earls are acre-biders and their hearts are dull with peace but Sigurd knit his brows, and in wrathful wise he said, Ill words of those thou speakest that my youth have cherished, and the friends that have made me merry in the land that is fair and good. Then Regan laughed and answered, Nay, well, I see by thy mood that wide wilt thou ride in the world like thy kin of the earlier days, and wilt thou be wroth with thy master that he longs for thy winning the praise and now if the sooth thou sayest that these kingfolk cherish thee well then let them give thee a gift whereof the world shall tell yea hearken to this my counsel and crave for a battle-steed yet wroth was the lad and answered i have many a horse to my need and all that the heart desireth and what wouldst thou wish me more then regan answered and said thy kin of the kings of yore were the noblest men of menfolk and their hearts would never rest what so of good they had gotten if their hands held not the best now do thou my counsel and crave of thy fosterers here that thou choose of the horse of gripir which so thine heart holds dear he spake and his harp was with him and he smote the strings full sweet and sang of the host of the valkyries how they ride the battle to meet and the dew from the dear manes drippeth as they ride in the first of the sun and the tree boughs open to meet it when the wind of the dawn he has done and the deep dales drink its sweetness and spring into blossoming grass 
and the earth groweth fruitful of men and bringeth their glory to pass then the wrath ran off from sigurd and he left the smithying stead while the song yet rang in the doorway and that eve to the kings he said will ye do so much for mine asking as to give me a horse to my will for belike the day shall come that shall all my heart fulfil and teach me the deeds of a king then answered king elf and spake the stalls of the kings are before thee to set aside or to take and not we begrudge thee the best yet answered sigurd again for his heart of the mountains aloft and the windy drift was fain fair seats for the knees of kings but now do i ask for a gift such as all the world shall be praising the best of the strong and the swift ye shall give me a token for gripir and bid him to let me choose from out of the noble stud beasts that run in his meadow loose but if overmuch i have asked you forget this prayer of mine and deem the word unspoken and get ye to the wine then smiled king elf and answered a long way wilt thou ride to where unpeace and troubles and the griefs of the soul abide yea unto the death at the last yet surely shalt thou win the praise of many a people so have thy way herein forsooth no more may we hold thee than the hazel copse may hold the sun of the early dawning that turneth all unto gold then sweetly sigurd thanked them and through the night he lay mid dreams of many a matter till the dawn was on the way then he shook the sleep from off him and that dwelling of kings he left and wended his way unto grapir on a crag from the mountain reft was the house of the old king builded and a mighty house it was though few were the sons of man that over its threshold would pass but the wild urns cried about it and the vultures toward it flew and the winds from the heart of the mountain searched every chamber through and about were meads wide spreading and many a beast thereon yea some that are men-folk's terror their sport and pasture won so into the hall went sigurd and a mist was grapir set in a chair of the sea-beast's tooth and his sweeping beard nigh met the floor that was green as the ocean and his gown was of mountain gold and the kingly staff in his hand was knobbed with the crystal cold now the first of the twain spake grapir hail king with the eye and bright not needest thou show the token for i know of thy life and thy light and no need to tell of thy message it was wafted here on the wind that thou wast becoming to-day a horse in my meadow to find and strong must he be for the bearing of those deeds of thine that shall be now choose thou of all the waywares that are running loose in my lee and be glad as thine heart will have thee and the fate that leadeth thee on and i bid thee again come hither when the sword of worth is won and thy loins are girt for thy going on the road that before thee lies for a glimmering over its darkness has come before mine eyes then again gat sigurd outward and adown the steep he ran and unto the horse-fed meadow but lo a grey-clad man one-eyed and seemingly ancient there met him by the way and he spake thou hastest sigurd yet tarry till i say a word that shall well bestead thee for i know of these mountains well and all the lee of grapir and the beasts that thereon dwell wouldst thou have red gold for thy tidings art thou grapir's horse-herd then nay sure 
for thy face is shining like the battle-eager men my master reagan tells of and i love thou cloud-grayed gown and thy visage gleams above it like a thing my dreams have known nay whiles have i heeded the horse kind then spake that elder of days and sooth do the sages say when the beasts of my breeding they praise there is one thereof in the meadow and wouldst thou cull him out thou shalt follow an elder's counsel who hath brought strange things about who hath known thy father aforetime and other kings of thy kin so sigurd said i am ready what is the deed to win he said we shall drive the horses adown to the waterside that cometh forth from the mountains and note what next shall be tied then the twain sped on together and they drave the horses on till they came to a rushing river a water wide and wan and the white mews hovered over it but none might hear their cry for the rush and the rattle of waters as the down long flood swept by so the whole herd took the river and strove the stream to stem and many a brave steed was there but the flood o'ermastered them and some it swept them downward and some one back to bank some caught by the net of the eddies in the swirling hubbub sank but one of all swam over and they saw his mane of grey toss over the flowery meadows a bright thing far away why then he wheeled about them and took the stream again and with the waves white horses mingled his cloudy mane then spake the elder of days hearken now sigurd and hear time was when i gave thy father a gift thou shalt yet deem dear and this horse is a gift of my giving heed not where thou mayst ride for i have seen thy fathers in a shining house abide and on earth they thought of its threshold and the gifts i had to give nor prayed for a little longer and a little longer to live then forth he strode to the mountains and fain was sigurd now to ask him many a matter but dim did his bright shape grow as a man from the litten doorway fades into the dusk of night and the sun and the high noon shone and the world was exceedingly bright so sigurd turned to the river and stood by the wave-wet strand and the grey horse swims to his feet and lightly leaps a land and the youngling looks upon him and deems none beside him good and indeed as tells the story he was come of sapnir's blood the tireless horse of odin cloud grey he was of hue and it seemed as sigurd backed him that sigmund's son he knew so glad he went beneath him then the youngling's song arose as he brushed through the noontide blossoms of grapir's mighty clothes then he singeth the song of greyfell the horse that odin gave who swam through the sweeping river and back through the toppling wave end of section seventy five this recording is in the public domain